All rise for the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Files of Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. You can call me J.P. 1200 because it looks like I might just be living at the 1200 building. Or you can call me F-O-C-J-P again because it looks like I might just be living at the 1200 building. Um, This is a Father's Rights podcast where I pretty much talk about uh, my experience. This is going to be right in these first couple 20 30 episodes, maybe even 40, fuck, I don't know. You're going to be hearing me talking about how I feel about my situation. This is going to be heavy opinionated podcast, my opinion. Um, Ain't no right or wrong. I'm pretty much just jumping on here and just fucking just speaking how I feel. We go back, I'm going to look at it later on different topics and different issues on father's rights and different different things like that, man. this is your first time listening. I ain't seen my kid over 900 days. I've been to court for the past two months. I ain't get him. I don't care. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, check out one of them other episodes. Um, they all there. So you can go check them out. Uh, but this episode, what I'm going to do is we're going to go over um, uh, pretty much a unique case I found on um, on YouTube is about a Dr. Phil episode that was recently on at the top of December. So that's really recent. Um, and it's a really unique case. So I'm going to do the same thing I've been doing. I'm going to play it. I'm going to go over it. Um, I'm going to get my opinion. And instead of last time, uh, I'm, I may stop it through talk after because it's really lengthy. This one, this one's, this one's really lengthy. So I may just play some, stop some, play some, stop some. And then we'll go all the way through. It's probably going to take us, I don't know, half hour. Probably a little longer. But, yeah, let's go through it. Take a look. Mark and I were married for 23 years. We raised three wonderful children together. I was the full-time mother. We were one big happy family. After being happily married for about 19 years, the marriage started to fall apart. My children turned on me. My husband turned on me as well. The children became very disrespectful, rude, and condescending. I was abused by my children. One of my sons called me a piece of We don't talk that way. I would tell my children to do something, and Mark would say, oh, you don't have to do that. Mark started making me out to be a bad person, that I was crazy, that I was irrational. I was so devastated. I felt horrible. They became monsters. They were nothing that I taught them. Manners, civility, respect, kindness. I told her I love you, but I can't live with you anymore, and we need to move forward to get a divorce. After the divorce, my children treated me like I was a disease. I was a plague. They wouldn't have anything to do with me. Over the course of five years, I have sent them about 1,500 emails and left 1,500 voicemails. My children have never returned an email and never returned a voicemail. There's no doubt in my mind that my ex-husband, Mark, has brainwashed our children against me. So Sarah decided to take matters into her own hands. In fact, she has made it her mission, her crusade, to not only reunite with her own children, but she says help families everywhere. My ex-husband, Mark, has used parental alienation strategies to teach my children to hate me, when in actuality, I'm their loving mother. Life without my children feels empty. It's horrible. 
I was so upset and frustrated that I decided to do something about it. I've created what I call a campaign to bring awareness to parental alienation and then help resolve it. I have some speaking engagements coming up, and my master plan is I'd like to get the money to hire a lobbyist. This is definitely my passion. On average, I'd say I spend about 12 hours a day working on this, at least. It makes me very angry to feel that I'm a victim of parental alienation, but it also empowers me. So I can help my children as well as millions of other children. Okay, so I just want to stop her right the fuck there. Um, alright, so I think that right now, when I first seen this, what the first thing I saw, the first thing that registered to me was, here's a mother who lost her children, and she misses them, and she, mothers can be alienated against too, and but hearing this, I, I, I just, I, it, it, it was intriguing to me. I thought to myself, she's doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Um, but it, listening there, I, I saw she went from really high, really regular to just crying all of a sudden. And then talking back regular. And then up and down like a roller coaster. Where, I mean, I tried not to take too much of that for what it was. Because, again... There's edits that go on <laughs> before they, you know, audio edits as well as visual edits. Um, so, I, I, you know, I try to take that at face value. But what I did know was that whenever the, 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 her, her ex-husband came on, uh, Michael, um, he spoke very uh, calmly. Now, you sent out 1500 Now... One thing they, they didn't say in here, she hadn't seen her children in five years. Now, that I can't imagine. I'm at, I'm at two, and I'm like, damn. But she said she hadn't seen her children. Man, these, these kids are grown. They know her. That's what they didn't say. You know, so she sent out 1,500 texts and 1,500 emails, and these grown adults have not responded to her. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, I think. I think that's that. You feel that your husband has brainwashed your children and turned them against you, correct? Correct. It's an indoctrination. Do you think he did this consciously and purposely that he set out to alienate them from you? He set out to make me okay. look like I was crazy or a person that I'm not. It's called strategies and they... Oh, no, wait a minute. Don't give me a 101 on parental alienation syndrome. I want to know your experience. I want to talk about your situation. Well, in my situation, I didn't understand. So I went to therapy and I said, they said, yes, this is what happens. They, um, children's minds can be brainwashed. And I went through therapy to understand what happened to me uh-huh. and my children. Okay. And at this point, you have how many children? I have three. Okay. And... You have no contact with any of them at all right now. Well, I um, I was advised to always keep in touch, email, let them know none of this was their fault, that I don't blame them, that I love them, that I'm here for them. I'm still, we had beautiful relationships until the parental alienation started. And I reiterate this. How long has it been since you've seen your children? Over five years. No, I would like to talk about moving forward with my children. I've been, a, I'm a wonderful person and I'm a kind mother. Let's hear what Sarah's ex-husband Mark has to say. Okay. 
we had a pretty good marriage for the first 19 years. Just as we got to the 19th year, the dynamics during the marriage changed. Sarah became completely irrational and illogical. Sarah started more and more to get angry about things that, that made no sense. She became very unhappy. She would spend about three to four hours a night literally raking me about everything that I did wrong. Sarah, I believe, absolutely was abusing both myself and the children. She would yell out and, and she would claim that I was stupid and ignorant. I always thought that Sarah would snap out of it and eventually I couldn't live with that anymore, so I needed to get divorced. Sarah's told me that she was going to destroy me and that, that she was going to win. Sarah has attempted to make my life a living hell. If you don't agree with her, you're bad. It's as simple as that. She was writing emails telling me I was evil, I was a parental alienator, that I committed all sorts of frauds, and I believe the record one day was 21 emails. I emailed my ex-husband, Mark, in a reasonable manner. I was peaceful, just like Gandhi and Martin Luther King talk about. I wanted to understand why my kids didn't want to see me. It forwarded email that their mother sent. The gist of that email was that she said that Osama bin Laden had been brought to justice and the very next sentence said that a horrible person in their lives she was hoping to bring to justice as well. I was not threatening him in any way. If there's some threat, that he perceived something of a threat, he should have brought it to me. I don't have that behavior. I don't threaten people. I'm more collaborative. I went to the police. I was extremely fearful of what it meant for my life. Ultimately, there was a restraining order issued to Sarah. I feel like Mark got the restraining order so we could further align the children with him. Mark has tried to make me out to be crazy, unreasonable, and someone they should fear. I am extremely concerned about what Sarah might do, and I have been told by professionals that I should be afraid. So, you hear his side. Now, Obviously, he has his children, so his stance on her being extremely irrational and up and down, just kind of like she's showing she might be. Because, I mean, upon hearing his story, I'm immediately going back and thinking about that first segment of interview. Oh, man, she was up and down. Oh, man, she probably was raking this dude about... Uh, her. She probably was nagging him to death about things he probably wasn't even doing. Now, in this second clip where he got to talking, she was mentioning Gandhi and Martin Luther King. What that got to do with y'all two? I ain't saying they don't preach peace. They do. But then on the next line, you know these people edited it up too. But so she probably said a whole bunch of other weird, crazy stuff. But they edited it up right. Cause the next line he come in and say, she wrote her daughter, they kids, saying Obama Osama got caught, and next he got to get. What? Then her explanation for that is. I do not threaten people. I am more in a collaborative manner. Bro, what does that mean? You're more collaborative. What does that mean? Collaborative. Is that even the right word? Collab right there? I, look, hey. I know I fuck 
speak whatever kind of English I'm feeling at the moment. It could be really, really clean. It could be fucking super sloppy. It could be sloshy as fuck. But I understand English. I don't know if collaborative goes right there. We talking about, did you threaten this motherfucker or did you didn't? <laughs> it sounded like you told a kid that could read that you was finna threaten your... Now, this is special to me because I get threats on the regular. Now, this dude, the professionals, the last thing he said, told him he should be afraid. What do you think professionals be telling me <laughs> once they finally get to them? Once they finally see for their own self or hear with their own ears? What do you think professionals say to me? They say, JP1200, you got a problem. A big problem. Get yourself, get yourself, get yourself a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, I feel really bad for this dude. Let's hear some more. Tell me why you want to be here today. <laughs> um, I'd like to be here because I'm hopeful that somehow my ex-wife, Sarah, can figure out that I'm not an alienating parent. And also that, you know, the possibility of her somehow having some relationship with her children depends on changes that... that She's you want that relationship for her to have with I, I've encouraged it all along. She okay. doesn't understand it. So, I completely believe this guy. He didn't just take his kids to take his kids. He took his... These kids are with him. First of all, they're grown. They sound like they're with him by choice. And I know this is only audio you're getting here on this podcast. But, I mean, if you want to fucking see what I'm talking about, do yourself a justice. Yo, go YouTube this shit here. I'm talking about this lady's face look like she's so geeked up to see him inside. I mean, she's you she's like the the, the look in her eye look like she finally's come up on the, and you know the reason why I know it cuz I seen that shit before out of motherfucker acting all crazy. They ain't acting, they crazy. That brain ain't there. They fucking they scramble. Something wrong with them. And they don't know I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, yeah, all right, the, the look the person give you, when they looking at you and they give you this smile, a deviant smile, like, ah, hey, how are you? Like, what do you mean, how are you? We not cool. I don't like you. You don't like me because if you did, you'd be getting better for yourself. You'd be doing better for yourself, for yourself, for your brain. Do better for yourself, man. And. Trying to fake what you are or who you are and trying to fake it. This lady trying to fake it. She got a call. She got herself a... She she done started up something for perennial alienation acting like la-da-da. Ma'am, this man is saying he wants you to change. And you can see your kids. And if his kids are grown, he's not holding them from you. You holding them from you. How are you holding them from you? Let me explain. Because your brain off. And that might not be your fault. You might have to go get... And it's sad because I don't know that they have any other options. But man, maybe, maybe in this instance, Bud might help a lady like that. If she's losing her brain, man, maybe Bud might help her a little bit, man. Because it do affect your brain now. 
I'm not an expert. I'm just speculating. Mere speculation. You know what I mean? Maybe I could help her, bro. But that, yeah, I'm thinking like, all right, they were straight for 19 years. And at a 19th year, then she just started. And then he, he, he was so conscious to it that he's saying, look, I tried to wait around for her to dial back in. But she never came back. I believe it. All right. People lose their minds. That's real. Like, I mean, we throw around the term, throw that shit around like a football. But I mean, hey, man, for real, you can really lose it. Sound like she might have could have had slowly lost it. Let's hear some more, man. I am the enemy in my children's eyes. In all honesty, I'm their savior. The once happy couple have not had any contact in nearly a year because he has a restraining order against her, which she says is unwarranted. And Mark isn't the only one with a restraining order against Sarah. His new wife, Mikkel, says she lives in fear of this 100-pound woman. Sarah threatened me, people calling me a high-priced call girl. I was spending her money. Mark stole from her. After being married to Mark for about a month, I got an email from Sarah. The first email was, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to email you, so I won't contact you again. And I said, thank you. And after that, emails just kept going, escalating, getting worse. Over the course of three months, I must have received 100 emails. The emails from Sarah were incredibly ugly. If Mikkel felt threatened, she should have told me. She must be a pretty weak person. I'm trying to help. I felt violated. The only option was to get a restraining order. When I found out from Mikkel there was a restraining order, I was like disgusted. I was like, not these games again. What's next? They're looking to alienate me. I am afraid of Sarah. When someone's that unstable and that angry, they just don't know what they're capable of. Did, did you call her a high-priced call girl? I don't recall. I know my therapist. When you say... Um, no, I'm asking you. Not, did you call her a high-priced call girl? I don't recall. I have a copy of an email here dated Friday, February 27th, and the subject line, it's from you, Sarah, okay. to you, Mikkel, and the subject line is, are you any different than a high-priced call girl or a mistress who knowingly does wrong things and hurts innocent people for money? Have a nice weekend pretending to be someone you are not. Okay, that, that's, that could There's have very a, it, well been. Well. Because I was going through therapy, okay. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, you know, when my well, therapists, when I came to them and, and I said, this is going on, they're the ones that told me this is parental alienation. On May 17th, you wrote to her, you are a consenting adult and you do not have the Stockholm Syndrome. Do you plan on continuing to listen to Mark's lies? You could possibly find yourself in a situation where you will be unable to tell the judge that you were unaware of what was going on. I need to end this parental alienation and my money, which I rightfully deserve, will help address some of the issues. So, <laughs> I had to take a brief stop there. Listen. So, we literally just heard this lady come on here and tell the truth. Look, man, she called me a, a call girl. She didn't really get all into the layout of her sentence because there's been so much. There's been a mass of her craziness going on, it sounds like, in their situation for forever. So it's just so interesting because as soon as she, you know, 
My therapist, listen, motherfucker, he ain't asking about nobody else. He said, you, why you, why you, why you talking about them for? And in this short little clip, he like, all right, he, he, he read it. He give it to her and put it in her hand. She like, you know, I, yeah, 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 I might have did say that. And then look, no. <laughs> look, she go right back to her fucking therapist. Man, did your therapist call this bitch a call girl or something? So you thought maybe you had to, you repeat, you was just repeating or something? If so, you could just be like, man, my therapist said that, said that. When we was talking, I just, fuck it, I figured I'd repeat it. Because that's what I do. I just repeat things I hear throughout the day. Like Gandhi and Martin Luther King. I don't know what's going on. Let's hear some more, man. Which I rightfully deserve will help address some of the issues. Does he have money that is yours? Um, that's what um, I've been told professionally, and I had to. Con- I was also told professionally to contact the IRS so I couldn't be an accomplice, and I had to do that to protect myself. I was told professionally contact the IRS. So well, let's I get back to the alienation here. Okay. Man, I had to briefly stop it there. What the fuck is this lady talking about? But look, do you see how like IRS like, okay, that's something that somewhere in there somebody thought that this bullshit, she got to kick an IRS out of nowhere. She pulled it out her ass. Somebody somewhere along the line is eating the shit she's putting on the fucking table for dinner and they're eating it. And that's why she keeps fucking trying to feed it to people. But you can tell by the people that's on stage, they like, bro, this person just lying. Oh, they blatantly lying. But you can tell it's everywhere. Up, down, up, down. What are you talking about, man? Okay, man. In Michigan, this lady gets her kids. Hold on. I just want to say this. Let's keep watching and keep learning. <laughs> Eyes open. Ears open. Forward ahead. Well, professionally. Contact the IRS. So well, let's I get back to the alienation here. Okay. How did he do it? He, well, all right, let me make it very simple. They're, they lie, and this is what they do. Not they. Of, I'm asking okay, you. He, he. You keep talking about because they. Because they all fit a pattern. No, um, I don't want to hear about the pattern. Okay. I want to know about Mark what's happened in lies, your case. He's delusional, and he doesn't say it like it is. I am not anybody to fear or hate. I did what Gandhi and Martin Luther King do, and I use passive resistance. I use the emails to send to them to try and communicate, to say it's in the children's best interest to have both loving parents in their life. I'm a loving parent. I'm My trying question, to use... I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't oh, mean to I'm be sorry. rude. My question was, what has he done he's, to alienate your children? From he's me? filed restraining orders. He's told lies about me. He's told... What, um, what has he lied about you? What did he say that was a lie about you? Um, he said that um, I'm dangerous. Like when my son called me a piece of and I threw the water at him. He said, children, run to your room. She's going to attack you. She's going to attack you. I've never attacked anybody in my life. Well, what I don't do you say about that? Things. I did not. I did not say that at all. Actually, one of the children went and called the police because of what she threw at him. And so he made the choice. He called the police. He's known to lie. He lies on tax returns. He lies in other ways. That's his disposition.
politician who lies that I'm dangerous. This is what they do. I don't want to play this blame game. I'm a really good person. I do a lot of good Listen, things. Listen, I'm going to conduct an interview here, and I'm oh. sorry if you don't like the questions. This is a he said, she said, and I'm trying to find out if, in fact, there is change-worthy behavior on one or both sides. Now, you're either lying or you're telling the truth. I'm telling 100% the truth. <laughs> like the tax returns. <laughs> I, I have... Let's nope. take a break. Only one of Sarah's children was... So, man, this person can't get off those tax returns. You know what I mean? What tax returns are you talking about, man? Nobody knows what you're even talking about. This dude's totally married and he has the kids. Anything, you need not be worrying about who's claiming who on who taxes. As long as he ain't claiming your ass. But he should, because you kind of sound like you a little off. So he should probably be claiming you anyway. Somebody should be claiming you, because you ain't there mentally, ma'am. Sound like. To JP1200, anyway. A motherfucking, uh... Yeah, man, I find that I find that unique, man. Next thing about to bring out her daughter. Only person who came out of three kids was her daughter. So let's hear what she got to say, man. I I have. Let's no. take a break. Only one of Sarah's children was willing to come today and face their mother. Two of them did not refuse. They adamantly refused. They they said absolutely not. How, how do you feel about that? I was able to get one of them here, but not the other two. Just like the Middle East, what. Carrie is doing. They've been indoctrinated to, indoctrinated to hate and fear. I don't want to talk about Gandhi and Martin Luther King in the Middle East. I want to talk about your children here. Try to stay focused here. Just try to stay focused on your family and your children. We're going to hear from your... I have cut off all communication with my mom and not spoken with her in over four years. I'm about to sit down with her face to face and I am nervous. I'm scared. I don't know if I'm ready to even see her again. I don't know if I want to see her right now. This is coming from you, and you are falsely accusing him, then that's going to come back to bite you. And no. understand... Experts have, ver- have validated it. The experts yeah. told me yeah. that this well, is Well, here's an expert on. telling you the jury's still out. Okay. And... Children can become alienated from a parent by the acts of the spouse, or they can become alienated from the parent by the acts of that parent. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's any doubt that these children are alienated from you. That I think we can all agree on. We invited all three of Mark and Sarah's children to be here today. Her sons absolutely refused to have anything to do with their mother. They wouldn't discuss it. They were non-negotiable, said it's not happening. Only Julie, their 22-year-old daughter, agreed to share the stage with Sarah. She says in no way has her father alienated her from her mother. Take a look. My mom has left me hundreds of voicemails, sent me hundreds of emails. I still email my children and I call them regularly. You can either understand the truth or... Live a lie. I have no idea if they're getting them, but as a good parent, you're supposed to prepare your children for the future, and this is what I try and do. She'll address them to 
These are my wonderful but mentally abused children with parental alienation syndrome telling me I'm sick, like how long am I going to let my father control me? I need to learn to stand up to my dad, like five, six pages long, just ranting. They were just all of her complaints. I'm trying to be a voice of reason, but one thing I do not do is I do not badmouth their father. I talk in general terms, this is parental alienation. I have said, based on what professionals have told me, he's not a bad person, he's a sick person and needs help. I've just completely ignored her. It makes me feel horrible that I don't have communication with my daughter. I truly believe that if she saw all my brothers and I and we started talking to her, she'd stop her website. Like, she wouldn't continue doing it to help millions of children. And I, I know that for a fact. This is where JP12 wanted to drop in and say, listen, man, once I get my babies back, man, this little podcast going to keep rolling because that's where it really kicks off. So we can really see from the mud. Well, I guess the mud would have been way earlier in the process, but trust me, I was in no state to be podcasting. You know what I'm saying? This shit right here, when I get them babies back, I'm still on it. But this lady got a kid that she seen, she last seen him, she had all the time with him till they was, this this chick that came today, her daughter, was 17 the last time she seen her. 17. You had 17 golden years with your kids, man. The early stages. If you could still, seem like she lost her brain a little bit. If she could still remember her kids' early days and shit, for real, remember them. Nobody get to be able to take that from her, man. That just makes me show like how how what a blessing it is to really have sanity. To really have man, I'll this. I'll talk about this more moving forward, but man, what a blessing it is if you have a good mom, a good solid mom, because that could be your mom. You feel me? Uh, everywhere in the morning she here. In the morning, not by afternoon she there. By late afternoon she somewhere else. Evening hit she somewhere else. And by nighttime she back where she was at this morning. Or shit, maybe in the afternoon. She got like eight different personalities the person go through probably. Or she just sound like she just all kind of outright everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But interesting. Let's hear the dark. Tell me why you want to be here today. Well, I came here because um, I need. I know something needs to change. She has no accountability for anything she's ever done to hurt me. What have I done that's hurtful? I have only sent loving emails. What have you're, I done? You're saying that this parental alienation, like, like I've had issues with you and I've told you since they got really bad at sixth grade, and that's what. Why do you think I went to boarding school? Okay, you, know, you went to boarding school because um, okay. you thought you were boarded the school where you were, and your this, father and this, I thought it was. This would be a great not, time to listen. Do you not remember, like, before I went to boarding school, we used to fight all the time. Oh, mothers and daughters don't fight. No, <laughs> I should. It's not normal for me to not be able to have a conversation okay, with you. Okay, you, so you're saying you're happy without me? Yes. 
there's a rabbi. You said Mark paid the rabbi. Something's going on with that. Pastor Rick Warren that Mark paid yeah, him Rick off. Warren, you wouldn't get involved. If you bought this boy off, you must have a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so, man, I'll keep it short and sweet here. That pretty much was what it was. You must have a lot of money. Okay. Why don't he talk about parental alienation? It's not just give us You do blame a lot of people. I don't blame anybody. I'm taking the proactive approach. And I don't blame anybody. I'm stating the facts. I was a loving mother, did everything I can. Sir, you know, I said that the fuel that moves this train yeah. is insight. Okay. What ownership do you have in this problem, and what could you do to inspire an open mind on her part? What I could do would be to continue to love you. But it never was good before. You, you don't wait a minute. I was a full-time mom, and you did really well, and we have all these Just because I that did well doesn't mean you and, hurt me. didn't and, hurt and, me. Well, then let's go to therapy and talk about it. We've done and, that. And, and you find a therapist when they don't agree with you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I never signed any therapist. <laughs> and I don't love would say, I don't like this one. I'd say, I could try another one. I like this one. And then they turn it on, on you. And fire them all. Well, then you pick the therapist that, that you, that, that, mm. that is very reputable. How, 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 about, that I, how about I pick one? go to that one. There is a whole lot more to this timeline. I am just getting started. We'll be right back. It was, it was wonderful. But it wasn't perfect. Because Julie says that she was so stressed out that she was actually cutting between the ages of 8 and 11. You started... Uh, third grade through fifth grade. Third grade through fifth grade. You started cutting yourself. Correct? Mm-hmm. And I did not know that till right now. I didn't tell that, you. I'm because... sorry that you didn't know that till now, but I'm telling you, that is a high-stress situation, and you were doing it why? For relief. Well, I didn't know why, but looking back... It was like, it was always like, but my mom would yell at me for stupid reasons. Like, I felt like I could never do anything right. So, like, I, I always tried to follow rules. So, I couldn't just say, oh, I'm going to behave today and I won't get in trouble. Because no matter what I did, she'd always be yelling at me. So, I would run up to my bathroom and cry every day and lock myself in my bathroom. When I was in there, sometimes I'd take, like, nail clippers and the sharp part. I didn't, like, try and kill myself and cut my wrist, but I would, like, cut my arms, like, give myself bruises because I, I didn't know what to do to, like, like, I felt like she wouldn't, I could never make her happy. She was always yelling at me no matter what, and I did it for relief. Look at all the photographs. They don't show this. Well, I love looking. I'm proud of it. I want to share. Like, Holy, the, why do I need to tell you I'm doing it? You're the one hurting me. Move forward. Well, you can't move <laughs> forward without forward. you recognizing you have some things to work on as well. And what did I do that bothers you? Oh, me. So, a moment of silence, man, because... It just goes to show the effect that a crazy parent has on a regular kid growing up. So, if I mean, this person was yelling at her kid, drove them up to cut on themselves. What's going on with my kids? Because I done seen my child's mother, like I said, 
kick my kid across the floor. I done seen my child's mother do any and everything and act like a kid wasn't a kid, like they didn't have eyes or a heart or any emotions. I done seen her take her regular day out because she doesn't know how to do her hair a her problem and make it a, the baby's problem by just terrorizing the home. Even though she had a home to live in and a roof over her head, she still found problems with her day, like her hair or something like that. And I seen her flip it and ruin the kid's day. You know what I mean? By just having a kid emotionally everywhere. So what do, what do you think my kid's going through now? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But listen, that's not cool. Cutting on yourself ain't cool. Moving forward, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what you resorted to to relieve pain. It's just not cool. If you want to relieve pain, go fucking train. Why would you fucking hurt your own self? If you want to hurt yourself, go fucking run some miles. Make some sense out of this shit, man. Please. Go take your ass to the gym and train. It really... It's the same kind of pain that you're giving yourself. It works for any kind of sort of body. You know what I mean? There's all kind of women in there training. All kind of them. They're in there training. Being a woman is not an excuse why a chick can't go in there and train. She said she loved the pain when she was young. But I mean, I was in sports since 1993. So, fuck. I always could go fucking, you know what I mean? I, I got, I, you know what I mean? I understand wanting to relieve fucking, you know what I'm saying? I, I, fifth, by fifth grade, I was already, you know what I'm saying? In trouble, you know what I'm saying? Like with the law and shit. So, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people can change. You put your mind on changing and aggressively change and understand understanding yourself. Okay, why was you in trouble? You're in trouble because you was upset. Well, look, you go back and start realizing why you did it. Why you did it. How you, that's how you grow. That's how you, you know what I mean? But that's what they doing right here, man. But at any rate, if you know somebody cutting on their own, cutting on their own self and shit and doing self-inflicting shit, man. It's going to be hard to get him some help because I've met a person, you know what I'm saying, and my child's mother who tried to cut a kid out the womb. And and I see how, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Let's hear more. Okay, let me, Julie, let me help you answer that question because we ask you these questions. This is where the insight comes in, Sarah, Mark. I want you guys to understand because... You're, you're saying 85 to 08, everything was hunky-dory, and in 08, that's when the parent alienation started. That's that they were wonderful, perfect relationships until then. Not like, perfect, but certainly healthy relationships. Yeah. But the truth is that she reports long before you ever accuse him of doing anything wrong, she's telling you that back in from third to the fifth grade, she is cutting herself. People cut themselves to escape pain, 
to feel something, to relieve anxiety. Julie says mom is telling her that she is fat and antagonize her. You were calling me fat to my face. You'd come up to me, pinch my stomach. You'd give me glares every time I eat. And you'd just be so rude to me about it. I don't do those. Yes, you do. That's not my Yes, you did. But she remembers. Understand, reality is perception. You have described yourself as an alienation expert. So you have got to show some insight here. I don't do those you did it to me too. I don't do Yes, those. you did. We watch you, and that's why we have problems with you because you never remember anything you do wrong. I don't remember. I have a very we'll good We'll try and remember. That's... I don't behave this way. Okay, it's really important that you hear what she's saying, and it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. Okay, well, I think if we begin again, you will see I'm not that way. We begin again without And you me. have to begin again, and if we go through therapy and we can start, you will see I'm not that no. way. You you really don't want to hear any of this, do you? I think it needs to be heard with a therapist because this is delusional. Let's get, let's get somebody out here who knows what the hell they're doing. No, you were saying the boys. My boys. That's what I'm saying. You said the boys. It's not their issue. It's your issue. Okay, go ahead. Sarah, you say that during this time, after the parental alienation started, that across this five-year period, you sent 1,500 emails and calls. The kids visit you, leave early. You, you go to Mark's house and throw a rock at the window and spray the house with no, the hose. No, no. I was coming by and they wouldn't let me in and I couldn't get their attention. So the hose was out there, so I turned the hose on and they were there and I sprayed the window. And then, you know the little pebbles? Pea gravel. Yeah, the pea gravel. And I threw that to get their attention. That's um, all I was. You it had our attention for hours stalking us around the house. In. Why did you need to be in the house? And then you threatened to pee on the doorstep if we don't let you in. What? Yes, I came to pick up something and I wanted to use the bathroom. And I don't speak the word pee. That's, no, not, you that's said, not how I talk. You said, I'm going to go to the bathroom, bathroom on the, the bathroom. doorstep. Okay, and I went to the neighbor's house. But that was that was what that was about, to get their attention. I don't throw things. Do that's not my behavior. So we're talking hundreds and hundreds of If you don't talk to your children and you send them uh, every couple days, is that so terrible when you don't talk to your children? When they read what the emails say. You did not produce emails or written documentation to us of Mark saying ugly things about you, but... Because I want to move forward. We do have emails where you have said, written to your children, it is immoral to lie and it is illegal to lie to the judge and submit false documents to the court. I'm doing so much better now that I am away from your father and all of his mind games and demeaning ways he treated me. Something is wrong with him. Your father is delusional. He makes up things because of his mental illness. I'm sure your father is telling you lies about me again. They ultimately got restraining orders against you. They didn't get restraining orders against me. I'm saying these two got restraining orders against you. They got restraining orders against me for the emails they said. Because I never went to their house or saw them or saw them or did anything. It was all the emails. I never had any physical contact with them. I don't do those things. Well, I gave your point of view. I was So, I'm going to stop it there. Because I think... I think...
that last little bit summed it up. I mean, he pretty much pulled up on the screen. I mean, hundreds of emails layered on top of each other that somebody took the time to elaborately get on top of each other. All these different ones that I'm sure he could have pulled around and dragged. Um... Because he looked like he might have had a touchscreen device there he was working on that board. I don't know. But uh, all for her to, he says, then then they got, he said, all these emails and we got you. We're going to put these, we're going to put these, uh, they had to get a PPO out on you. And she says, they didn't get a PPO out on me. And he points at him. He says, Sarah. And he said, these two got a PPO out on you. And he pulled their name up on the screen because she was trying to deny it. Pulled her name up. Had to pull up her PPO because she was trying to lie. And then she says, that's because of the emails. That's what did that. They say it was the emails. All right, I've seen enough. Heard enough. This podcast was pretty much just to show how Just pretty much to show how a regular person cannot be okay up top, but yet they can be given children. And unless a father has enough money to walk into a courtroom with a lawyer and get his kids back, he can go in there himself. Don't get me wrong. He can. But his chances of getting fucked are pretty high. Now, I know it. they say, nah, but I'm feeling yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you can go in there with a lawyer and your chances of getting fucked is kind of high. In my state... Let's make it so the whole entire country can get with those states that I read off in whatever early episode that was. And I'll bring that back and I'll get those states back up. Because those states need honest attention. They need honest attention. Today was a great episode because it it showed like, all right, look what, look what, look, she didn't say. His, it was because him, yeah, he probably, for the first early stages, he was probably trying to figure this lady out, trying to figure it out and work it out because he had married her and he had kids and he probably was just that kind of dude. So in 2008, that probably was his breaking point where he was done getting ran over by this chick trying to feed her, trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to, you know what I'm saying? She probably had been like that since a little girl for a minute. It probably been it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and, worse. and I bet you he just didn't know what the fuck to do until then. Like fuck it, I gotta go. My kids are grown. You know what I mean? And I feel it. But man, <laughs> somebody like me, I couldn't hang around no crazy like that, man. I couldn't do it for real. A person who brain one day they cool and. Snap of the finger, they just 
on another level, just crazy as hell, just come on, I can't do it, man. You know what I'm saying? You not knowing how to do something shouldn't fuck everything up for you. It don't matter if you successful in life or not successful in life. There's never no excuse to cut no kid out your stomach. I tried to. What's the excuse? But if the person had to be put on trial for it, which would never happen because, I mean, the state don't care about that. But if they were, they would just say, you know what I'm saying? They would just do exactly what that lady just did. Oh, no, I didn't do that. And then, you know, if, if they had, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, well, and this hospital report says, but no, the problem is my baby mom, did. she didn't go to any report, any hospital appointments while her wound was fresh. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, it's people out here who ain't mentally right. You know what I mean? They not there. They not there. And it's people. It's not a male. It's not a gender thing. But women having kids, man, we need to acknowledge that. (laughs) Mental illness is real. And by just giving all moms kids, we're just completely taking that out of the fact. And in these situations where a mom is a complete loop, dad has to work extra hard when the case is pretty much... Open and close. Now the reason I don't feel bad for this chick. And didn't. As a whole. She ain't see her kids. Because her kids don't want to see her. Because the time to go get see a therapist. And the time to go get help. And the time to start thinking about. What she was going to do for her mental health. And it's time to figure out what was going on in her brain. Was earlier. I'm hoping I don't run into any, uh, the more, you know what I mean? You got to try to work on some of the things. Work on, you can think about the darker, th- man, you can get over mental things. If things get tough, you can either go down or you can latch onto that hole, to the wall, and start climbing up slow, rock by rock. But... You can't just lay on back and take the fucking fall and then get to blame. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm in therapy. now. I'm better. And and this, that, and the third. And I, in that case, in my case, is oh, oh I, I did finish school. I was in jail. I was supposed to walk across the stage. But shit, I, I think I might got my career figured out and shit. I, shit. I know I left my kid at home alone. I know I still am threatening people on the rig. I know, I, I know, I know I'm fucking, I'm threatening to kill my kids still. I know, but I, I got a job. And, I, and I, got, I, got, I got a job. I know I might have just, just now got off the fucking government assistance and shit like that. I know. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. But, bro, if what you, you know what I mean? Listen, ain't nothing wrong with that. The problem is, we need to know mental illness is real. And to just act like these people, women don't have mental illnesses, like it misses them. There's nothing written in law for fathers to protect them from this. 
I literally only got a couple minutes, so I'm going to cut it short. But it's nothing there. There's nothing to protect us. A person doing good in life don't mean they don't have a mental illness. If a person is bipolar as fuck, right? But they got a good job, do that mean they ain't bipolar no more? Uh, furthermore, if a person is autistic, but they're good as fuck at something and end up getting a dog-ass job that pay them pretty good, what, they ain't autistic no more? How's that work? They're still... And it's not wrong. But at least they know, like, alright, I have autism, I have Asperger's, I have this, I have that. You know what I mean? At least they know, and at least they're, like, aware. My man Joey, man, what? He was cool as hell. He knew, he knew, you know what I mean? He was cool as hell, but he, but he, he had his little niche. So, like, I imagine now, I don't know what he doing. I ain't seen him since I, I was young as hell, you know what I'm saying? But I imagine he 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 knew sports. I imagine now this motherfucker could have, you know, had a good ass mom. He could have done some shit with sports. I don't know what he do. Hard to say, but it could have been anything. It's endless what he had did because he had a really successful family. Man, I know his brothers, man, especially his younger brother. That's my f- great human. I I don't know. I think he has a great human. All I know is. That don't mean he shouldn't get to be a dad ever if he had kids when he can't be. You know what I'm saying? But it don't work like that for him because he's a fucking dad. But what about... Man, yeah. Everybody needs equal fucking rights, man. Everybody needs equal rights. We all need equal rights to our children. Let us see our children. Folks need help out here. And it just get them their rights. Get everybody the kids. That ain't cool. But I figure out what to do, man. Let's start by telling folks. Hey, follow me on fucking Instagram, JP Brown, DFM. Follow me on TikTok, JP Brown, DFM. Follow me on YouTube, JP Brown. You want to donate? The GoFundMe is J. The GoFundMe is actually Fathers in Family Court. Spelled out the same way the podcast is spelled out, man. Share the link somewhere. That's how you can help. Uh, Listen again next time I drop one. That's what you can do.